Hi, KP. You're too kind. Too kind. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, when, when the hat fits, right? Is that what they say? But when the I, shoe some, fits, something like that. Shoe fits. Nice. I don't shoe know. Fits, mile on my shoes. Something. Somebody I don't fits. Know. Something fits somewhere. But I'll tell you what is fitting. Baseball's heating up. Football starting up. Hockey is out in the horizon. And there's another sport that people follow. I don't know. Something to do with basketball. But anyway, this is the time of year where everything starts coming together in the sports world. Uh, getting late August. I'm excited because the Mets have gotten themselves back into to, uh, some kind of something to talk about. Um, Mike, are you excited about sports right now? Or are you starting to get juiced up? Um, I love right now. Um, between now and October is probably my favorite time of the year. Um, end of baseball, start of football. Um, hockey's really getting sprinkled in. It's uh, – this is a good time of the year. It is the best time of year to be a sports fan, no doubt about it. Especially when your teams are playing well or you have something to look forward to. Your team's coming on the horizon. I'm a Giant fan, not much to look forward to. We're going to get into the Giants a little bit later on. You're a Jet fan. I think you have a ton to look forward to. But I know you're optimistic. But I know you're pessimistic, I should say. Or a, yes. a little afraid. But I don't think you should be. We'll get into that in a little while. But let's start with baseball. Just to get out of the way. Well, we'll touch on the Mets a little bit because really what's there to talk about? They, they're the hottest team in baseball right now. Yeah, they cooled off the last couple of nights. We're taping this on Wednesday night. They're in a rain delay in Atlanta. But uh, what they've been doing for the last three weeks is giving us a lot of hope, bringing up that hope in Queens, bringing up that hope in Metville one more time. Mike, have you bought back in to this team? Well, um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, I was never really fully out. I knew there was changes that needed to happen. Um, and guys weren't playing to their potential. And I think that's still a, a bit of a problem. Um, obviously, Diaz needs to tighten his game up. Mm-hmm. You know, get, your, get your shit together, Diaz. If you're listening, <laughs> let's go. And you know he's listening. Uh, he's definitely listening. We're the and yeah, hottest he podcast in, yeah, in baseball. Absolutely. He heard me. 100%. Um, but he's, he's, uh, he needs to get, his, he needs to get his, his stuff together. They need to stop using him in the ninth. Um, agreed. 100% agreed. I think you put him in in the seventh when there's not as much stress. Let him get his... The kinks worked out. One thousand percent agreed. Then, then give him the eighth, and then if you know he does good there, then maybe you try him in the ninth again. But right. uh, Familia and Lugo have been pitching too good not to give those guys um, the high pressure situations right now yep. until they until they ruin it for themselves. Right. Uh, you know. Right. Hundred uh, percent happen. Nope. Might as well tell the wall. Exactly, because these managers these days just love that closer right. position. Man, I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I don't. You know. But we've been down that road before. <laughs> we've been down that road yeah. so many times. So, but yeah, it's been it's been a fun watch. Uh, a little nervous about um, uh, McNeil getting getting a little dinged up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's not terribly serious, just because he is such a spark plug in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they brought up Tejada today uh, from from Syracuse, which is awesome for Tejada. But let's be real, Tejada is not McNeil. You know, not many people not, are. Yep, he's not going to jump up there and and hit, you know, three plus three hundred. Um, he didn't look that. I saw him against the the uh, Durham Bulls 
recently. And he didn't look terrible, but he she sure shit wasn't Jeff McNeil up there. No. So um, hopefully he brings some life to the team. Uh-huh. Um, but you're definitely losing a bat an, and an important bat. Right. Um, in losing McNeil. So everybody else, though, as far as the fielding goes, um, is doing good. And it, I was I was kind of confused by pulling Tejada up when you just signed Joe Panic. Like you just got a second baseman. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why we needed another middle infielder. Well, like, Joe Joe Panic hits lefty. Uh, Guillaume hits lefty. I'm wondering how how long Tejada is going to be here. They were facing a lefty tonight in Dallas Keuchel. I'm wondering if Ruben Tejada is just a stop by, which is great for the story because Ruben Tejada back in a Met uniform, knowing what happened to him in 2015, Chase Hundley, you son of a bitch, knowing what happened to him back in 2015, the fact that he even suits up for the Mets again, it's incredible. I don't know if he's going to stick around because of that same reason, Mike. Joe Panic lefty, Guillaume lefty, middle middle, middle infielders, and um, have shown some more uh, talent, I guess, at the major league level recently than Ruben Tejada has, even though he's been hot in the minors. I'm wondering if he sticks around. Or if it's just a call up to put back down immediately because they needed a right-handed bat tonight. That you know that that leaves a lot to be seen. But you said you mentioned McNeil and you're worried about that. Yes, I am too. But if you think about it, every team we're trying to catch is dealing with injuries as well. Milwaukee, Yellick hasn't played in the last five games. They've won like four of them, I believe. Um, today, just today, the Phillies. Now that we're trying to catch them, but there's still, there's still somebody to keep your eye on. Arietta probably out for the year. McCutcheon already out for the year. Soto, we watched him get hurt this Sunday. With the Mets, so this time of year, nicks and bruises happen. McNeil's a huge, huge, huge hole. If yeah, not even it hits Mike. The abats he has, he makes pitches work at the top of the lineup, which is phenomenal for your leadoff hitter to do. Because if you if he's working so yeah right, he's working so hard. Now Rosario has seen so many pitches from the on deck circle. The guy's getting tired. Alonzo seeing this. Uh, JD I mean, Davis. A, it's having, huge. Having the other team starting pitcher go the first inning, his first at batter. If he's got to go seven and seven to ten pitches deep on just that, like you're hoping you're out of the inning, right? At ten pitches, you right. know, and that's been the Mets' problem the last two days. <laughs> that's that's where, and and now all of a sudden you're just now getting past their leadoff guy, right? Um, you still got at least two guys coming up as long as as long as you know whoever's batting two and three isn't jumping at the first pitch, and they do. There's a they do, you know, and McDeal does it too a lot. Rosario does it too much, but, but when McNeil does it, he usually. <laughs> he usually connects. He usually connects. Usually a double. Well, that was so the Mets. That, that was the Mets' problem. Degrom and last night Wheeler. They couldn't get out of the first inning. Right. They they both were in the thirty pitch market of the first inning. You're going to lose that game. Yeah. You know you're yeah, going to lose that game. You can't you yeah, can't set off like that. So hopefully tonight Mats would make, do get the the ball rolling and can get off on that. But I don't want to spend too much time on the Mets. We have so much to get into. Uh, with baseball. You mentioned all our friends in Syracuse. Uh, you know, their season's pretty much winding down. They you know, they have like three weeks left in the season. Sad to see. I saw a picture today, Mike. I'm sure you saw it too. Empty stadium. Empty stadium. And you knew that was going to happen as soon as they lost their attraction. That's minor league baseball. So you're trying to get into the guys' heads up there that weren't listening or didn't want to, uh, you know, pay attention to the fact that Tim Tebow brought so much more to than baseball to that city, to that stadium. They didn't want to believe it, but now they got to see it. Right, Mike? They have to, and and again, I I went to the Syracuse Mets versus the Durham Bulls game when it was down here in Durham, and it was a fifty fifty crowd, Syracuse and Durham fans. Uh-huh. There was a group of four girls sitting next to me, one in a number fifteen Florida Gator jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. Top of the second inning, they were like, hey, where's Tebow? And this Mets fan sitting behind me goes, oh, he's not here. He, he hurt his hand. He's not playing. They literally got up and left. They were like, oh, he's I mean, not here. It's everything There's you no need to know. reason for us to be. It's everything you need to know. So I hope they, those. They bailed immediately. So it was the top of the second. The game <laughs> didn't horrible. even start. They found out he was gone. And he was, they, yeah. were, they were like, all right, well, let's hit the bars. They could have cared less about the game. They were there. They bought tickets to see Tebow. That was it. End of story. That, and a lot of the guy, a lot of people, and not all of them, we know that we know the names, we know the Dan Lansings of the world, uh-huh. and the the Michael O'Neills, Michael of the world, O'Neills, yep, you know, mm-hmm. and the Jay Bowers of the world. And who's the guy that absolutely loves Tebow? He's he's one of my oh, favorite Schneider, guys. Snyder, Snyder, Bob Snyder, yeah, he, oh my God. <laughs> he's a funny dude. He's, he's a funny dude. He's a funny best. dude. He does put a lot. I hope, <laughs> I hope he hears this because I I owe him a beer. He's got brought me so many laughs. Uh, <laughs> if you if you guys can behave yourself, you should try to to, to join that Syracuse Mets page. There there are a bunch of knowledgeable baseball fans up there. They yeah. really are. They, they, we had a lot of fun with them this year. Oh, uh, it's it's not ending up there, Syracuse. We're you know we took a break from you guys because you know you, you, you want you know wanted to see how the, the season would go, and also I didn't want to stick my nose in. Uh, not knowing and not not paying attention, I didn't have time to pay attention to a lot of Syracuse games, so that's why we haven't been so active on the site or putting up stuff. But uh, we, you know, off season stuff, we're not going to forget about it. We we really enjoy our time, right, Mike, with the Syracuse crowd, and we're oh, going to keep they're, they're keep a fantastic it rolling. Crowd. Yeah. They know their baseball, and you know mm-hmm. what? And and the reason I mentioned those guys is those mm-hmm. are the guys that are going to the game, right, with or without Tebow. They're going to watch good baseball because it is good baseball. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it's it's. Worth the, the price of admission to go right. see those guys. Bob Schneider, that's who it is. <laughs> Bauer and I Bob, might we might butt heads, but the guy know the guy loves Syracuse and he loves Syracuse baseball. Right. You know, we um, might not see eye to eye me and him, but he I respect him because he he knows the game and he loves the game. Right, and 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 those guys are still going to go to games with sure. or without Tebow, with or without Rajay Davis, mm-hmm. you know, with or without Ruben Tejada, they're they're still showing up. Yep, they're still showing up. Yep. Um, however, casual fans. Right, Tebow fans, college football fans that were going to the game aren't going to the game without right. Tebow there. It's right. just not happening. Right, you know, Danny Espinosa is having a pretty decent season. Yeah, yeah. Nobody that wants to see Tebow could kick people could care less. They couldn't tell you who Danny Espinosa was. Right, they they have no idea. They're they like, think he was a he oh, was a, a contestant right, on The Bachelor or something. Yeah, exactly. They would never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So actually, I would if I was the Mets, Syracuse Mets, I would have never mentioned that he was out for the season. That was a terrible marketing. Like, he may always be back tomorrow. You're we just don't right. know. You buy the ticket you know? and find out later. Exactly. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm you, with you. You find a, you buy a ticket, you show up. That's when you find out if Tebow's here or not. Right. That was a bad. That was a bad plan. And, and um, the only thing exposed this year in Syracuse to me is the fact that the Mets really don't have a lot of young talent coming up. No one took no one took the the, the bull by the by the horns. Nobody, nobody. There's no young talent at all. Anyone who's doing well, like Renee Rivera. Or um, you know, Ruben Tejada. They were all older veteran guys. Yes, Dan, Danny Espinosa. All the guys that we named. All the guys. Yeah. Rajay Davis. There's nobody. Um, that that's disheartening. That's disheartening for yeah. for an organization. You know, that really is disheartening. I hope they address that this off season. That yeah. really, there's no young talent coming up. Yeah, it was it was um, it was it was it was pretty tough to watch, honestly. And, and they won. They, they won they the night you went. Durham. They, oh, they crushed Durham. They threw the combined no hitter that weekend. Oh, wow. They, I mean, that, they they had a great weekend, right? 
but it was watching a bunch of old guys play baseball and wasn't it wasn't what AAA is supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm. That what you were hoping so, to be, yeah. Right. But that, that, you know, so thank you, Syracuse, for a great year. We're, we're going to be in and out off season. We're going to do a lot of stuff to keep you guys hopefully interested in baseball and us interested in um, us keeping you interested in what's going on up there. What are, uh, are they Bills fans up that way? Somebody I'm going to guess. I thought, I thought I saw O'Neal, Mr. Mr. O'Neal, uh, Michael O'Neal, uh, saying he was excited for the Bills season. I'm going to guess they're Bills fans. I'm gonna, that's that's going to be – head over to head over the next guy up because that's going to be fun. Yeah, we got to bring you in. If we're they're Bills fans you. and I'm a yeah. Jets fan, this is going to be a real ugly season. I know we have one Bills fan. We have one vocal Bills fan already in Brendan Kirby. Um, we got we got mostly giant and Jeff fans in there. I like to diverse that page, guys. So yeah, if you're if you're if yeah, you're a fan of another team, that, come on over. That'd be man. awesome. Yes. we can dilute the poison that the Giants and Jets fans bring. Exactly, uh, or anything New some... York fans. Like Tom is right on one thing, well, and, and I'm one of them. I'm very 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 guilty of this. New York fans dilute and poison a lot of things. Oh, poison! I shouldn't say dilute. Poison yeah, we, we a poison. lot. Of, we yeah, do. we need to, we need dilute. a lot of whining. A lot of whining. A lot of whining. <laughs> It's unbelievable. The Mets fans already started already. They lost two games, and I don't know if you saw any of the posts. People are jumping off the wagon already. Come on, two games, and they came back in both games and made it a game. The Mets scored two in the eighth last night. They had a chance to. You just love And Okuna made such a throw on Frazier and got him at the plate. You got to make a perfect throw, and he did it. Mets fans, Mets fans. We spent time on that already. But let's look forward to a lot of things coming up. Thank you, Syracuse. Thank you. Baseball. We're gonna talk about the Yankees. We'll get into that next week because we got to spend a little time on that team because what they, <laughs> what they're doing this year, it just continues to amaze me. It just continues to just absolutely mystify and amaze me what this team is able to do. What well, it's 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 unreal. But we'll get into that in a little while because Mike, let's get into a little football. What do you say, huh? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Next I'm week for this all year. I know you are next week because Mike, Mike uh, suggested to me that we should do some predictions tonight. I'm not ready to do predictions. I have not looked too too closely into the NFL. So I'm going to hopefully hold off one week to do that. We'll do it next week. We'll do our, our famed, our absolutely famous, you know, all you guys wait with bated breath for our predictions because we are so money all the time on everything we predict. We'll get into that next week. And uh, maybe if one or two or three or four or five of you want to join in, there are ways you can do that on Anchor. I'll, I'll drop that. And I want to hear your predictions. I want to hear who you think is going to be the Super Bowl champion or have the great years or be the choke, choke artists. We'll, we'll get into that next week. But, Mike, there's a lot of stories to talk about around the NFL. What do you want to get into first, Antonio Brown? Yeah, we can we can talk about Big Baby. All right, you go ahead. Tell us the story. What's going on with Big Just, AB? Like, I get, I get it. You like your helmet. I get it. I had a binky I loved. I do. But grow up. Like, really? <laughs> Spoiled rotten. The epitome of it. This is like the epitome of, what do you mean I can't wear my 12-year-old helmet that may not protect my brain? But that's what I want to wear. It's comfortable. Yeah. Not wearing a seatbelt was comfortable for a really long time. Right. Right, and then we found out. Oh, if you put on a seatbelt, you don't go through the windshield. Mm-hmm. It it's the NFL has been harping on player safety now for a decade, right? Like, yes, at yep. least. They got guilted into it, but yes. I mean, they could care less if they weren't sued. Football, which is inherently a not safe sport. Mm-hmm. There's nothing nothing safe about. 200-pound men, 300-pound men running full speed at each other mm-hmm. and trying to hit each other. 
Right. And not fat guys that are running slow. Like guys that go to the gym and then run a four four. Like these are these are athletes running at top speeds and smashing into each other. What did he expect the NFL to do? Just be like, oh, okay. Sure. Just wear whatever you want. Whatever. <laughs> Leather helmets. And then the arbitrator's like, uh no. Like, no, you're out of luck. And if he threatened, go retire then. Like, just do it. Who cares? You are the the one of the biggest crybabies, I think, maybe in sports. Yeah. You whined last season, didn't show up to practice for a whole week, and then just expected the coach to play you in, in week 17 when you had to win to make the playoffs. And you played like dog shit. Then you cried until you got traded. And now you got traded and you burned your little tootsies <laughs> out of stupidity. Let's talk about that for a second. The cryotherapy therapy machine. He he gets frostbite because he's not right he's not wearing the proper footwear. So he didn't wear the right footwear. Did he, he have does he have athlete. socks? Does he have socks that that, that he that he's a, that he's a, you know accustomed to, to that he refused to wear the right footwear because he, you're he not gonna wear, tell me what to wear? Burned his feet. Like this you're is a professional athlete. This is the not, wide receiver, like, you're though. A running back. This or, is excuse me. You're a wide receiver. This is today's positions. wide receiver. They are the most prima donna sport in all of sports. In all wow. of sports, it's the most prima donna position. You can name any position in any sport, and I will put the wide receiver on as the most prima donna. Look at them all. Look at them all. They're tough football players, but they are the most prima donna athletes on the planet. Antonio Brown. Now, here's one thing. I, I'm totally with everything you just said, Mike. And, 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 and this stuff, this kind of this, this stuff annoys me when guys can't just follow along with everything else. But on the flip side of that, does Antonio Brown control his own destiny, his own body? Should he be able to do that? If the NFL's lawyers and Antonio Brown's lawyers can devise some kind of waiver that Antonio Brown can sign, uh, freeing the NFL of all liability if he gets hurt wearing his helmet, his helmet. No, but it's a, it's Pandora's box. It's what? literally Pandora. Like, will you let Antonio Brown do that? Why can't I wear these? these I don't know. Pick something. Well, I, I don't need shoulder pads. Well, you have to wear... slow me down. If I take my shoulder pads off, I'm going to run faster than everybody else. Nobody's going to be able to hit me. Well, he's not going to not wear a helmet. He's going to wear a helmet. If 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 it satisfied the league's uniform. You know what I mean? If it satisfied satisfied their colors, and I know you can't wear certain, you know, you can't pull your socks up. Ridiculous rules that they have. If it satisfies all that BS, and it's just what's inside the helmet, and he signs a waiver and takes care of his own body, and 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 take, would that be horrible? I still think it's stupid. Just just get on board with the safety thing, huh? You want your sport to grow? It does show a bit. Be does, an ambassador to the sport. Like it does put out a bad. Uh, you know, if you try, if you're trying to grow the sport for kids, it puts out a bad. It's, it's a bad taste. Yeah. It's, it's a bad it's, taste. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's it's a bad taste on every other. Yes, should he yeah. be able to? I I don't believe in seatbelt laws. I'm a staunch believer. <laughs> I'm a staunch believer. If you don't want to wear a seatbelt, don't, because that's one less <sighs> dummy that's going to be on the road. Go for it. Take your seatbelts off. Cut them out of your car. I don't care. It's your body. If you want to go through the windshield with it, be my guest. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a, a firm believer of that. This is the – it's an organization that has to, A, recruit people. So he's wearing this old helmet and his brain turns to mush. 
right? Whether the NFL is responsible for it or not, that's a story. Mm-hmm. Some garbage reporter is going to report it, right? His family is going to look for compensation regardless of what he signs. And no one's going to be a lawsuit, mm-hmm. and they're going to win. Yep. Because it's, it's blatant negligence that you let him wear an unsafe helmet whether he signed it or not, mm-hmm. you know? It's just there's too much. And then, and again, you're opening the box. Like, okay, so I don't have, so as long as I'm wearing shoulder pads, you didn't say how, what kind, right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I can get a waiver mm-hmm. to give myself what I feel is a competitive advantage, but put my safety at the, on the line, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it does, de- it does open avenues for more guys to skirt rules and and then if you're going to sign a waiver for one thing you sign a waiver for anything i actually think there'd be a lot less head injuries if they just didn't wear helmets yeah who never has concussions rugby players that's a good point that's a good point you know why because you don't charge somebody head first when your head's not protected right you learn how to tackle with your chest and your shoulders because Mm -hmm. you're like oh nothing's protecting my skull and that hurts so let me not use it as a weapon, which is the problem with football, is that those guys just are like, oh, I got this helmet on. I can run it through a wall. It's no problem. I have personally, as a teenager, put on a football helmet and put my head through a wall. <laughs> Why? Because I was wearing a helmet. Why not? Right. Was it a good plan? No. Did it hurt? <laughs> not really, to be honest. The helmet definitely took the brunt of it. <laughs> you know? Right. Rugby players? Almost minimal concussions for what they do. It's And it's, for the most part, football without pads. But you learn how to tackle properly. You learn how to where your head should be when you tackle somebody. Right. And that's the biggest problem that the NFL has is that they don't care because they put all this protection and cushioning on it. So they keep doing it. So the NFL is getting what they want. They're getting the big crack and crunch, but it's 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 it's, it's the illusion that it's actually safe for right. the players. It's way more dangerous. And that illusion will go away if Antonio Brown can wear his uh, Swiss cheese helmet. So I see, I you know, when you look at it that way, you you see that point. You see that. And at point. the and at the end of the day, hey, the NFL has nothing to lose. True. Nothing to lose. So Not Antonio Brown doesn't play. Okay. Big deal. Next guy up. Next guy up. Right. Next guy up. Now Antonio Brown, on the other hand, well, he's sitting on a thirty million dollar contract. Right. Most of which that is probably already spent. <laughs> You don't think he went out and bought a really nice house out in California when he got <laughs> traded out there? Yeah. You know, that Bay Area is not cheap. He's got a mortgage payment to make. That's right. I'm, I'd venture to guess he went to college, but <laughs> he's an athlete, and <laughs> we all know those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No college debt if that's what you're getting at. He didn't graduate. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. I'll get you. Okay, he, yeah. There's no degree there. Right. There's barely the education there. Right, right, okay? right, right. Um, I bet you he, he was three and out and didn't finish school. He didn't get a ceramics degree? Does, doesn't really have a plan B, as we'll call it, that's going to compensate for losing, I don't know, $30 million. Speaking of plan B, I don't know how many kids he has, but, uh, you know, those those football players sometimes can, you know, I don't want to sound yeah, they, too. They, they pop them out by the, they pop them out by the dozen. <laughs> I mean, if he's anything like his buddy Cromartie, he, he's, yeah. he's got a lot of mouths to feed. So I, a lot of mouths Of to course, feed. I'm just, I'm just, uh, who knows, maybe he has none or one either, either way. I'm going to Wikipedia this right Wikipedia, now. Wikipedia, so how many AB, AB offspring are there? So, all yeah. right. So, he's a prima donna. That's definite. Before I get into the other prima donna position, quarterback, Mike, I want to talk about the Jets a little bit with you. What, you're a Jet fan, but you are so pessimistic. You, you, you're one of these guys, one eye shut, the other one kind of just a little bit open watching the games. What, waiting for another ju- shoe to drop, and I can see why. Lifetime of this, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. 
What are your biggest concerns this year? You have a great you have a great quarterback on the making. I really do think Darno is going to be a great quarterback. He was he was decent last year. He's going to be good this year. He's going to turn into great. That's my opinion. You have a probably on paper the best running back in the game. Can he come back over their year absence? We'll see. Uh, wide receiver corp is decent, not great, but decent. They're great for you know they're they're a good mix for your quarterback. What are your biggest concerns of this Jet team coming in? The so. It, I have a lot. I have a handful. <laughs> a, I, I see, I see, and I'm going to say it out loud, and I shouldn't. And I'm going to knock on wood. <laughs> Injuries, like just constant. First of all, we had to pull Ryan Khalil out of retirement. Okay, mm-hmm. um, he retired from the Panthers last year, and he was a good center in his prime. <laughs> Guess who doesn't retire? Guys in their prime. <laughs> Good point. Okay. Good point. They, they, so if you're pulling Hell of a, point. a center out of retirement, um, a bit of a problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, kind of, kind of an important position. Uh, that's that. That makes me very nervous. So uh, definitely offensive line concerns. Um, that's my biggest one. Okay. That, 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 I understand concerns. that. And we don't have, I mean, Jamison Crowder is our wide receiver. You don't have names, but you have guys that that, that work well with that quarterback. They're not names yet. We, we all know. We all know that. That 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 we names. Hope. Yeah, they will. They will. They will. He's you know? a young quarterback. He 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 needs. I I think a big receiver, a big name receiver, would work against having a young quarterback. I I, I think that you know he big receivers with these prima donnas, they get into these quarterbacks' ears. The ODBs of the world, right? That, you well, know, and that's and that's the beauty of them getting Le'Veon Bell this year is that we have an outlet now, mm-hmm. and it's a dangerous outlet. Sure. Um, so when he's scrambling around, running for his life, looking for somebody that may or may not be able to catch a football, at least we have Le'Veon Bell on the side, right? But God, I hope he stays healthy. He reminds me when Lynn Damian Tomlinson came over to the Jets. Remember that? When he, little, I do little, remember little, that. Yeah, the, the twilight of his career. I think yeah. he helped out. I think he helped out Sanchez and, and the boys when he came over in the he twilight absolutely. of his career. Yeah, so, absolutely did. And, and I Le'Veon think, Bell is not in the twilight of his career. He's he's young. Taking a year off hurts. I don't care how good you are. Look look, look at Adrian Peterson. He was the he was the dominant. Sat out a year because of because he had disciplined his kid in the worst way possible. He never got that dominance back. He was he had a yeah, good year last was, year, but he was almost thirty when that happened. How much? How old is Abel? He, he's got to be Bell's at least twenty eight. Twenty six. He's that young. He's super young. Oh, that was okay. his first contract. He's only been he's been in the league since he's twenty. Oh. So he's he's only twenty six years old. He's, okay, it, it's a different beast. Like those four years in football, four years is like forty years. All right, ah, let's be real. Absolutely, like, and. Adrian Peterson went right from like knee injury to sun beating. Like it was, it, that was like two years where he did almost nothing. Right. Which, and you know what? Adrian Peterson as a, as a second back last year, wasn't terrible. Mm. He had a, he had a handful of touchdowns, had some big, you know, he broke some big runs. Yeah. Um, Holy cap. You're right. He's 27 years old. Yeah. Maybe on yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's really young. Um, so the, I, I'm nervous about the the wide receiver position. I understand. Um, I get it. I I, I wouldn't and, be, but I get it. Again, I you you have to be concerned with the offensive line. Like well, that's huge. Without an offensive line, 
It, we're useless. Every team's useless. I'm a giant fan. Offense. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me about offensive lines. Every team is useless without an offensive line. Mm-hmm. If you have your if you have your quarterback running for his life constantly, mm-hmm. and then you have, you know, you're running. They're not making holes for your running back. I don't care who's running the ball. Right. If the entire defensive line is in the backfield every time he touches it, mm-hmm. it's going to be real tough for him to make make plays. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I wish we would have shored that up with guys that weren't being brought out of retirement. Um, still can. It's camp still it's still easy. It's still early. Guys are going to be cut. Now, um, now, good news. On the flip side of that coin, our defense looks stout. Yeah. Man, we look like the defense on the Jets could be could be pretty good. Um, again, not a lot of big names. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got that rookie, that giant. 10-year-old with the braces. He looks like he's going to Quentin Williams. <laughs> right? He, he literally looks like he's eight years old. He's the guy he's that they drafted, drafted, right? Yeah. They drafted with the, with the braces. It looks like they took an eight-year-old and blew him up until he was 6'3", 300 pounds. Big baby Quentin. Amazing. Uh, that's it. It's amazing. Before all the media, big baby Quentin. That's what we'll call yep. him. That's what we're going to call him on this podcast. It's going to catch on. And you have Greg Williams. Greg Williams is a phenomenal uh, defensive coordinator. You know that guy. He, he yeah. So I, I'm with you on the defense. Now the biggest question: Leonard Williams, and then they picked up a big. Uh, uh, they picked up a really big linebacker this year, um, in free agency. I'm blanking on the name, but I'm looking at the roster, so I'll have it. In You'll a have second. it in a second. CJ Mosley. CJ um, is going to be good. I mean, so the defense. The defense definitely looks like it's going to be better than it was last year, which. That means we have to score. If we can score less points, we'll win more games. There you go. You know, it's like so. if I get eat less food, I'll lose weight. That's just the fact is, I'm not right. eating less food. <laughs> yeah, there, there kind of there's always that. Yeah, there's always that. So the big question, the biggest question with the Jets, what is Adam Gase going to bring you? This guy looks like a lunatic. What is he going to bring you as the head coach of this football game, football team? I personally didn't think Todd Bowles did that that, that horrendous of a job, but he was hated. What does Adam Gase bring to the table, Mike? Besides being looking like an absolute lunatic, that's okay. That's okay. You want that? I mean, you want that? I I, I like that, especially in football. Um, although, if you look at all the best coaches, not absolute lunatics. No, they look like serial right? killers. Look at Bill Belichick. That guy looks like he's got bodies in his closet. Oh yeah. Look oh, at Joe Gibbs with that hat pulled yeah. down, the glasses. He looked like he was just, he was Adam Wayne Gacy. I, look, right. look at all those guys, John Wayne Gacy. Right. You know, right. Nick Saban in college. Nick Saban looks another like, one. Yeah, he looks he looks like a pretty boy lunatic. Yeah. You know, I, I you need that lunacy. Bill Parcells, Vince Lombardi, Vince Vince Lombardi. Lombardi was like the lunatic of lunatics. Yeah. So, but they're but they're quiet. They're like reserved lunatics. Yeah. They're they're maniacs. There's a difference. They're, they're maniacs. They're like they're quiet until they're not, and then it's like holy, what did we do? Jimmy you know? Johnson. Jimmy um, Johnson had that lunatic hair. Never yeah. moved. So I don't know. I think I mean I think head coach in football is a little overrated. And I know every New England Patriots fan right now is cursing me for saying that, right? Um, <laughs> I don't think we have a lot as of they those. should, and as they should. Almost every football player fan should, but mm-hmm. But there's an exception so to every rule. There's an exception to every rule. Your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator, your yeah. special teams coaches. Right. Like the, and there's so many guys. Like, I don't care what you if you give if you take all the weapons away from Belichick, yeah, 
like take that Brady away from Belichick and give him, I don't know, like if they if they if New England would have drafted Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. guess what? You know, New England would have stunk. Hundred percent. Okay, you have to have some. There has to be talent. There has to be. It has to be there. You have to have playmakers. You have to have guys that are ready to go. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, totally. Hundred percent. Um, and and it it matters, but not. I mean, unless they're up there drawing up the plays, and there's so many coaches. There's like seven coaches that contribute. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm 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 less worried about that. You know, I think the reason why everybody hated Todd Bowles was because he was quiet and reserved, cool, calm, and collected. still not a maniac. Mm-hmm. Like he he just he just didn't have a personality. Right. You know. Yeah, um, he'd have a New York personality. Not to have a personality, right? Exactly. No, in exactly. any market, he just wasn't good. He wasn't good enough to not be crazy. Either be crazy or be really good. It's one of the two, right? Some guys so, are just coordinators, you know. Some guys are just coordinators. He's a coordinator, right? You know, that, and that, that should be fine for him. And I'm, I'm sure it yeah. will be. From you know, get the head coach thing out of, out of your out of your system, and now go back to being a coordinator. That's who he's going to do. All right, Mike. Let's talk about some quarterbacks. Let's get to the quarterbacks first. We we'll start with that boy in Cali in, in Dallas. Uh, Mr. Dax Prescott, what do you think he's worth? If you had to sign him, you're his agent or you're Jerry Jones. Are you giving him a max deal? Are you giving him thirty million dollars? Are you giving? Are you? Do you think that this guy is the franchise quarterback for Dallas? You think this is the best Dallas can do? Okay, so here's the problem. My the short answer, no. But that's why I'm not on this podcast. I don't give short answers. <laughs> Ah, good, good one, Mike. Go. <laughs> no, he's not worth forty, the forty million that he wants. Okay. A, the problem is the pay scale is just getting so horribly skewed. Okay, everybody's making more money, so it's almost worth signing him now for. If you can get him down to like thirty, thirty-two, thirty-four, because at the end of his contract next year. That 32 now would have been 38.40 because that's just what the market's going to dictate. Every quarterback's price goes up. Right. He's, I, I mean, he, he threw for almost 4,000 yards last year, had a good, you know, 22 touchdowns, eight picks. Good numbers, right? But here's the thing they didn't win the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, but they didn't play. He's, he's I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. Do. I don't, I don't think, think so. they made the playoffs. No, I don't think so. Um, so, I think we're both doing the same thing right now. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're checking it out. We're what checking. It. We got somebody screaming. Somebody screaming at that 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 radio or the TV or the. Yeah. No, guys, no. Do some so, research. <laughs> <laughs> let him let him in behind the scenes. That's it. Um, That's it. This is how this works. This is how it works, guys. I, Mike doesn't know what I'm going to bring up. You got to give him. We were talking about Dak. You got to give him credit. Mike always goes. Mike, I give Mike no heads oh, up. Oh, they did make the playoffs last year. They, oh, they did. They they actually won a game. They won the wild card game over oh, Seattle, they did. and then they That's lost to the Rams. Right. That's right. Um, but you have to have a quarterback, right? Like that's one of the like. I know that's the most elementary thing to say in football. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like saying, "Hey, hockey, got to have a good goalie." Uh-huh. Yeah, no shit. You got to have the guy that stops the puck from going in the net, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. If your goalie stinks, your team's probably going to lose. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so you got to have a solid quarterback. The problem is there's so few of them. 
Yeah. There's so few true franchise quarterbacks. Very, very true. Franchise quarterbacks. Very, very true. The Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Playing today? That might be it. Jared Goff. I I think Goff is going to be that. My list has run out. Yeah. Of guys that I'm like, oh, this guy's a franchise quarterback. I think Goff's on his way. And I think think Luck could be that guy. Luck could, if Luck could stay healthy. If he could stay healthy. But other than that, maybe Mariota. Because Tennessee's going to have a decent year, I think. But I, I shaky. I don't know. That's just top of my head. I, I don't know. I can't yeah. think of anybody else. I'm probably missing a big one, but I can't miss a, think of anybody else that you can say is I mean, franchise. Cam Newton. Cam Newton might there be one. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. You know, but even Cam Newton, like he took him to the Super Bowl once, but with the exception of that one year, mm-hmm. they've been a m- mostly mediocre football team. Yes. Now, granted, football is one of the most team dependent sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in baseball, you can win if you have a dominant pitching staff. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can really you can do some damage with a dominant pitching staff and then a handful of good bats. Um, basketball, you only need it's been proven. You only need two or three guys. It's proven every year, right? Mm-hmm. Just about every year, it's like okay, mm-hmm. who's got the best two person combo? Exactly. That, like that's why the, the sports worth us. That's why the sports worth us. Yep, absolutely. You know, yep. um, even hockey worth us. Worth us. You get a really hot goalie. <laughs> if you get a if you get a great goalie. The rest of your team can be just slightly above average. You're going to have a great season. Like that fraud team out in Vegas a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what happened there. Frauds. You know? Yep. They, they rode Flurry all the way to the to game six of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, it's just – or even, even St. Louis last year who just won the Cup. That Bennington kid came out of nowhere, but he was a, a wall. You couldn't get the puck past him. St. Louis only had to score one or two goals every night to win a game. You know, it's not like they were in these seven, five hockey games where they needed to be an offensive juggernaut to win. Um, football, on the other hand, you kind of need a lot of guys. You have to have at least one name at each position that's really going to do something in order for your team to be successful. So it's tough to judge a quarterback on, you know, who they have around them. But a good quarterback, Tom Brady's the evidence of this. And again, it cringes me whenever I talk about the Patriots. Um, if you have an above average quarterback, he makes your wide receivers good all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You want to hear a name that 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 definitely uh, that, that 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 puts that point home? Dan Marino. Who did he ever have? Ever in his career? Right, and to he be Dan Marino, a ton. Yeah. Of Records. Terry Kirby. I mean, who did he have? I don't. I can't think of one guy he had as a running back. I'm the only guy come up my in my head is Kirby, yeah. running back, and he probably was there for like half a season because I had him on my fantasy team. The only reason I remember him. So yeah. I can't think of anybody. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good yeah, point. Yeah. So, but still, if you don't have one, you're almost definitely going to lose. Mm-hmm. You know. So, do you want to pay Dak Prescott thirty million dollars? No. But the problem with the Cowboys is they're not going to be terrible. They're not going to be bad enough to get, I don't know, Tua. You know, they're not going to be first pick worthy. Oh, is he the hot name next year? Is everybody going to hear all Yale Tua from everybody? Yeah. Just the hot name. Just the hot name. Yeah. Um, But so they're not going to be bad enough to get that number one, number two pick and get one of the who could be a franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know? So do you hang on to him? You already kind of got him. Mm -hmm. And do you sign him now? 
this again, it's only going to be more expensive next year. Right. You know, when some bum signs for 45 million and now he turns and goes, well, now I don't have a contract and that guy just got 45 and I know damn well I'm better than him. So now I want 50. Well, he was waiting for who's the guy out Garoppolo. I think he was waiting to see what he signs for in, for, in, in San Francisco. And then he wants to just up him. Um, uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, he deserves more Which, than Garoppolo. And you know what? He deserves more money than Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah he Garoppolo does. hasn't done anything. Garoppolo's a so, better upside, I think, but he he deserves more money. He deserves more I money. Agree, I agree with that 100%. I yeah. think he's going to have a way, the ceiling is way higher on Garoppolo. 100%. But he hasn't, he hasn't earned any of his money yet. No. No, absolutely so not. If, if all of a sudden, if he's getting 35, uh-huh. Dak's like, hey, I, I took us to the playoffs and we won playoff games. Exactly. Exactly. You owe me at least, I don't know, 42. God, because, unbelievable. Because he got 35. Unbelievable. You know? Unbelievable. And that's the way, that's, like, who's the, um, who was the Vikings quarterback in 20, 2017 Vikings? Oh, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Don't tell me, don't tell I me. Gotta, I got to Google way more than just the word 2017. It's not Nick Foles, but he, I always, I always confuse this guy with Nick Foles because he's not Nick Foles. It's, um. Ah, he's a journeyman. Uh, he was a journeyman, a journeyman until journeyman. then. Until then, he was a journeyman until he he. Damn it! It's pissing Case me off. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Thank you. Case Keenum. Yes. So he had one decent season with a really like stacked Vikings team, and he cashed in. Cashed and then in. he signed out in Denver mm-hmm. for enough money to skew the market. Yep. Everybody that's a, a starting quarterback should be making more money than Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. You know, even the mediocre ones, you can say, hey, I, <laughs> listen. And then what did Denver do the same season? Go and trade for Joe Flacco. Right. right. And, <laughs> Joe, mean, Flacco, and Joe Flacco's going to be their starting You got to love it, man. You got to love it. You got to love it. You got to love it. So, I mean, it's it's almost worth signing him right now because it, this is the cheapest it's going to get. That's true. I think they offered him thirty million. Turn it down. If I, if I, I don't know if I saw that as a false. Right, a which false, that is. I mean, I mean that's just silly. That's thirty that million dollars. I mean, well, last thing I want to talk about with, with the with the quarterbacks is my team: the blue, the red, the white, the Giants, the New York Football Giants. Now, I don't know who said it. Was it John Mara? Was it Gettleman? Somebody said that. I believe Mike, and I forgot the story right, and I, you correct me if I'm wrong. That they don't see Daniel Jones playing at all this year. That Eli is going to start and finish the year, barring injury. Am I right in on that? In a perfect world for them. In a perfect world, and I want to say it was Mara. Um, yeah, it, it was reported by Sports Illustrated. John Mara says he doesn't see that Daniel Jones taking any meaningful snaps this year. Now, Mike, you know me from doing the podcast. You know me from being your cousin. How do I feel about that? I think you like it. I love it. There's no I reason for Daniel like Jones it. to take snaps this year. No, you, no reason at all. At least barring injury. Eli was decent last year. I don't understand what people see. He was decent. I don't. I can't tell you how many balls I saw pop off shoulder pads that went for interceptions. His quarterback ranking was in the middle to the high to, to, to the to the top ten percent. He was the eighth rated quarterback last year. Eighth rated in a, in a, in a league of what thirty two. He, they, if you, if you listen to the New York media and the fans and all that stuff, and Mike, you can look this up as I'm saying it. Do you would think that Eli had the worst season known to man because the Giants didn't win? 
and because they were listening to their pretty boy ODB barking every time he had a chance to bark. Eli had an okay year last year. I'm not going to say it was great. I'm not going to say it was horrible. It was okay. It was middle of the road. Eli deserves that. Actually, statistically, he had one of his best seasons ever. Exactly. But you'll never see that or hear that from anyone because the Giants didn't win and they have to blame Eli. It was Eli. his highest. I'll go over his stats real Go ahead. Go right to it. back go ahead. Up. Yeah, go ahead. 66% completion rate. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, his next highest looks like it was about 63. So he was 3, 3% better. He threw for almost 4,300 yards, which would have been phenomenal. One, one, two, his third best ever, right? He's only gone over 4,000, one, two, three, four, five, like six times. Mm-hmm. And two of them, like 2011, he threw for almost 5,000 yards. So that was right. like, but I mean, even then he was only at 61% with his completion rate. Mm-hmm. And then 21 touchdowns, 11 picks. 11 picks is his lowest since 2008. Mm-hmm. And then the only time he had lower than that was 2004, and that was he didn't even play the full. I'm guessing he didn't even play a full season that year. It was his rookie year. He only had a thousand passing yards, so we're just gonna leave that out. So his second best ever um, on a team that didn't deserve a team that didn't do well, a team that didn't have 92.4 QBR. Right. Which I don't know what the math is there. I know the higher the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and 92.4 was one of his his better ones. Right. I mean, He's got a handful of 93s in here. Right. Two of them. And I'm not going to be crazy and not say that Saquon Barkley didn't help that out. Of course he helps that out. Of course. Having one of the best football players on the field behind you to, you know, to, to, to bring the defense out. And, and it definitely helps you. 100% got that. But Eli was ready for the task last year. There's no telling he's not going to be ready for the task this year. Daniel Jones is 22 years old. He's and played what, at Duke. And played at Duke. He's got a lot of – this game comes fast. It's not the college game. <laughs> he played at Duke. Right. He played at a basketball school. Exactly. Exactly. I mean – So he is not NFL ready. He is I don't not – what anybody says. I heard somebody say something so funny the other day. He said, Daniel Jones looks like the actor that would be hired to play Eli in a biopic about Peyton. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is fantastic. Isn't that great? That is fantastic. And it's and true, true, too. And it's true, yeah. too. And Daniel so, Jones, yeah, he went five for five against the Jets backups. Yeah, I mean, he looked okay. But what, what are, that's not even something to brag about. I, I, who's the guy that's now with the Jets? On the Jets was the Davis, uh, what was his name? Uh, I can't even think of his name anymore. He, he, he was the next coming. Davis Webb. He always looked great in preseason. Yeah. He always looked great yeah. in preseason. You know who else looked great in preseason two years ago? The Cleveland Browns went 4-0. and <laughs> Hey, guess what, Cleveland? They were the only four games they won the whole season. <laughs> they, pres- they followed that with an 0-16 regular season. <laughs> okay, preseason doesn't mean anything. Baker Mayfield. 4-0, only team. 4-0 preseason, 0-16 regular season. Speaking of Cleveland, Baker Mayfield might be my favorite non-giant in football right now. Oh, just I'm, watching I'm, how he lives his life. The mustache, that everything. That team. Is going to be fun to watch. They're going to be fun to watch, but we'll get into the predictions next next next, next week. But I, they're I, going to either be super competitive mm-hmm. and really great football, or it's going to be a, a train, train wreck. Train wreck yeah. <laughs> Just an absolute there really train is no two either ways way. Yeah. As a non-Cleveland Browns fan, yep. it's entertaining. It's as entertaining you know, as, as the I day would, is long. I, I as as much as anxiety as I have being a Jets fan, mm-hmm. boy, do Cleveland fans have it worse. Oh yeah. I mean that I'm team sorry, left they won one game in two years before last year. That team left in the middle of the night 
basically, and move to Baltimore. Yeah. Let's not forget that. And then next thing you know, an expansion team ring. comes in, and then one ring. One ring. And then an expansion team comes in and goes, oh, we'll be Cleveland, we'll be the Browns. But it, we'll, we'll, yeah, it's yeah. so odd when you look and when you think about it. It's not yeah. the franchise. The franchise left. It's a, it's a fake franchise. So well, strange. Keep in mind, they left multiple times. That's true. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns left like twice or three. This yeah. is like the third. Yeah, they can't, they can't the wait third to get out iteration of Cleveland Brown football. Yeah. Um, you know they had two seasons, back to back seasons, one of fifteen and zero and sixteen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can trip and win more. You know, you should be able to trip into one win a year. <laughs> The other team should accidentally lose more than one game a year. You know what I mean? That's pretty funny. Like, uh, how do you how do you do that? Yeah, but his mustache alone. Did you see him in the Cleveland game? The Cleveland oh, Indian game where he bit bit into the beard. The beard? Oh, oh, that's great. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. And don't get me wrong, like. I don't know. I'd be nervous if he was my quarterback, but man, he's not. And I love watching him. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to find all the times they moved. You know who, you I, know who won more games in the Cleveland Browns the last couple of years? The Washington Senators. You know who they are? That's that fictional team back in the, uh, what was that? What was that movie? Uh, the replacements. They won more. Keanu Reeves was a better Keanu quarterback has than Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Keanu Reeves Keanu is better. Reeves yeah. has quarterback Absolutely. More, John more. Favreau has more sacks than any Cleveland linebacker in the last three years. <laughs> John Favreau. John it Favreau. is. They are. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and it's, it's either getting better again, though. It's going to be. It's going to be super fun. You remember when they won there to beat the Jets on Monday night last year? You thought they won the Super Bowl. The way the way the fans reacted. I was I was watching that game right, and I was like, "All right, we're doing okay." <laughs> yeah. And then I saw whoever Baker. their quarterback was Baker get came in. Yeah. And I saw Baker start trotting out onto the field and i literally turned to my girlfriend and went we just lost oh wow i literally looked at her i was like this game's over she's like you're up by like two touchdowns i was like nope not for long and that was the end of that i i knew it the minute he there's something about that kid when he gets on the field you believe you're going to win yeah. i don't care how i don't care what he does with the football his, he gives you a shot just walking on the field. You gotta his, love that. His attitude and his personality mm-hmm. and his drive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, keep in mind, he went from a walk on in college. Two different colleges, to too, right? Trophy. Then he then he then yeah. he switched colleges. Two different colleges. Yeah. Because the college that he originally walked on had him as a backup. Hmm. And he said, No, I'm better than this. So what did he do? He went to another school. And what did he do there? He won the F in Heisman. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, he was like, "Oh, yeah, no, we don't have to lose just because we're Cleveland." Hold my beer. And he <laughs> won. Wait, hold on. Let me take a bite out of it first. All right, now hold it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush this beer with my tooth and shotgun it. Oh my god. So yeah, god. he was a walk-on for Texas Tech and wasn't getting enough playtime, so he transferred to the University of Oklahoma. And then he won the Heisman there. Hey. And then he was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Let's go. Let, let's go. You know, play in the NFL now." Went number one overall. Shockingly, walk on to over number one overall pick in the NFL draft. It's crazy, crazy. Not many guys have ever done that. Who's going to play him in his biopic? Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel okay. should play Baker yes, Mayfield in his biopic. He absolutely should. Yep. See, we're, we're like Hollywood casting agents here. Yeah. You know, Daniel Jones's full name is Daniel Stif- Stephen Jones the Third. 
Is that not a Duke University graduate that name? Is Duke. Wow. That's what I'm calling him on the podcast now. He's now DSJ the third. DSJ the third. Because Daniel yeah, Jones like is not. We like abbreviations. Yeah. We lost ODB. So, yeah, we lost ODB. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But, yeah, it's – um. so that that team – yeah, Tyrod Taylor was the the quarterback that got hurt. Tyrod Taylor. never saw the, the, the field again. And it was week three. It was a Thursday night game. And I, I, I'll never forget it. Was it was a Thursday night game, right. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget. That's a good test to see who's a Buffalo Bills fan. We can get the guys in the room, say the words Tyron Taylor, and see who starts getting the shakes and the, and the shimmies. Mm-hmm. Then then we can see who the Buffalo Bills fans are. Oh, old, old Pix Peterman. He's out in Oakland now. <laughs> John Gruden loves that guy. <laughs> what, is Gruden sent Oakland to destroy them? Is that what, I, is that what he came back for? Is he really I, Chucky? Is he really I Chucky? Goal, I thought the goal of them hiring Gruden again was to get the team good enough while they were still based in California. So when they showed up in Vegas next year, right, because they moved to Vegas next year, yep. that they would be good. I think it's the opposite. I, th- I think they're just trying to ease the pain of Oakland by losing them. You know, I think they're just trying, like, like Oakland's going to be kicking them out. Because Oakland yeah. fans are rabid. So they're probably afraid that they're going to like attack the buses when they're leaving. But if they're horrible and a joke, they're going to want them to leave Oakland. So yeah. maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it was it's, it was crazy. It's crazy. I can't wait to see a Vegas football team. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, be fun. it's it's going to be a good time. All right, Mike, this is a good time to announce our quarterback challenge. Yes, that, that you devised and I love. Go ahead, tell us. Yes. So this year, um, fantasy football never really works out with our group. Uh, we're in it for like a week and a half. And it's fun. And then everybody forgets about it. Yes. And it kind of goes to the side. Yes. So this year we are doing the fantasy football quarterback challenge. Yep. It is going to be strictly social media driven. All oh. right. I'm going to be running an Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. off my laptop here at the, the compound. Um, <laughs> here are the rules. There's, only, there's really only like two rules. Few rules. Very few. Easy for everybody to follow. Ready? You have to let us know via social media either on our Facebook page, you can tweet at me or Keith, um, or Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Mm-hmm. any of those three, right? Every, every, every week, one of the, we're going to put up a post for the fantasy foot quarterback challenge. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pick a quarterback. That's it. One player, one, one guy. quarterback, one guy caveat. You only get to use that quarterback once, one time. Okay, you can't pick Tom Brady seventeen times. And if you do, okay. you would lose anyway. So there you go. Yeah, you, you probably wouldn't. You know, Patrick Mahomes would have been better. Example. <laughs> exactly. You can't pick Patrick Mahomes <laughs> seventeen times. Yes. that's what I would do. I just pick Patrick Mahomes every week, <laughs> even on the bye week. And I pick Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes would take me to the. Uh, I pick pick him, Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to pick one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tell us who it is on social media by five o'clock on Tuesdays. Five o'clock Tuesdays. Cut off. Five o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Tuesdays. Standard Time Tuesdays. So you Californians, it, it, it's two o'clock. All right. This, that that gives me Wednesday to put the spreadsheet together and get ready for it. Um, and let's be real. I mean, football's a three day Thursday night games. That's yep. when it starts. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not and I'm not dinking around trying to figure out who you guys are picking right before Thursday night football kicks off. I refuse. Tuesday, five p.m. It's the only real deadline for it. Every touchdown they throw or run in themselves is going to be worth five points. If they throw an interception, you lose three points. 
If, if, because this is like a sin for quarterbacks, if they throw a pick six, you lose five points. That's right. Because you gave the other team a touchdown, so you lose a touchdown worth of points. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Every one yard they throw is worth a half a point. Okay. So you can have, you know, a hundred yard game would be 50 50 points. points. Um, And that's all the scoring there is. We're keeping this simple. As simple as Keeping it simple. It's going to go all the way through the regular season. The playoffs will then be the top four mm-hmm. contestants. You get your pick of quarterbacks in the playoffs. Um, and we'll figure that out as it gets closer. I haven't thought it through yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are really the only rules. If you don't want to play a week, don't play a week. Don't play a week. You don't get points. That That's, week. It. That's it. So if you want to try and make it to the playoffs and you want to be in the final four and you want to do all that fun stuff, um, you need to – probably participate every week mm-hmm. in order to keep up. Um, and then I'll post it and we'll, we get to talk shit to the people that stink and, picking, <laughs> you know, Free- quarterbacks on off weeks and you know yeah, what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like I would but, be, it, but having only being able to only pick each quarterback once is going to make it trickier than, you know, when do you want to pick Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. What game? Look at his schedule and see what game do you think he's going to have his best game of the year in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you use know, him week one to get him out of the way just to get a uh, you know a right. big you lead? A, you want to get a running start? You exactly. Week one. Are you, know, you the quarterback guru? You th- everybody thinks you are. Everybody right. has you know well, all these. GMs, that's the thing. All these, all GMs. these GMs. out there. Can you do it? Can Can you okay. pick which quarterback would be better to that defense than the other? Are you that good? You might be. Right. Mike, and is it free to play? It's free to play. All right. It's free to play. Me and you will figure out a prize. At the some winner point. will get. I already figured it out. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm thinking the winner's going to get the next guy up quarterback guru trophy. I'm going to have. I'm going to order a trophy. Um, it's going to be the next guy up quarterback guru. You will I have. Like, yep. I'm gonna, I it's like going to be a nice trophy sent to you. Uh, yeah. You're going to have uh, right here. Your name's going to go up on my wall in my studio here, Pink Wall yeah. Studio, and we're going to do it every year until we get someone to sponsor this thing. And then right. we'll talk about the spot. Then we'll talk about prizes, and we yeah. will find a sponsor for this thing. You guarantee yeah. that because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna hit this thing. It's gonna be fun. It's a fun it's fun gonna, thing it's to do. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yes. It's gonna be a lot of fun. No, nope. you know when it gets gonna when it's gonna get real fun is around week sixteen 10. ten. Yeah, it's, it's even around, better. Yep. Around week ten because now right. you've used Tom Brady's out, Mahomes is out, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is out, Pick and Peterman is out. out. Yep. Don- uh, Russell Wilson's out. Donovan McNabb out. Yeah, you got to start really digging deep and figuring out. Well, you know who who's Derek Carr going against this week? Maybe Oakland does have a shot. Vince Carter or, out. Yeah, so it's gonna towards the end of the season. It's gonna get real dicey when you're picking up. Absolutely. When you're you know when you when when the Detroit Lions third stringers start that week, you're like, oh, let's throw yeah. it up in the wind. Yeah, let's see what happens. So it's gonna get. It's let's see what Davis Webb can give me. Let's see what yep. he can. And and me and Keith are, are we're playing in it. And yep. if I forget to, and we're gonna have to post our picks as well. Absolutely. Just to keep everything fair. Mm-hmm. If we forget to post it, I'm we're I'm blanking either one of us. That's I don't it. care. That's we're, it. Zero there's gonna to be zero. no room for discussion. Nope. On this. Nope. Um, Absolutely not. Absolutely. So, this is gonna be fun. So guys, join. We, we, you know, I mean, we did this at the end of this podcast. We're gonna do it in the beginning of the next podcast. We're also gonna be hitting our social media pages up with this, yeah. sending texts out to friends. Want to get as many people involved in this and the yeah. fun because this is a fun, fun, fun and thing. Hey, up do. front, listen to me. I this not you, Keith. Everybody not else me. is listening. Listen to me. Not me. Okay. I made the rules. They're not changing. Thank don't you. cry about it. Thank you for saying that. It's the same rules for everybody. Don't you hate that? I don't care if you think that, it, they're arbitrary. 
Okay. Ugh. These numbers don't mean anything. Five points is just the number I came up with because it's easy for me to add. <laughs> I love that. Okay? Yep. I don't care if you think a touchdown should be worth 20 points. <laughs> is that the worst you. thing when you do stuff like this? Isn't They're it the worth, worst? Everything's worth the same. Okay. You're uh -huh. lucky everything's not just worth one. Right. Because that's easy for me to count. Right. Okay. I begrudge. If you cry, I swear I won't put you on the list. You're out. You will be out yeah, immediately. It's a fun don't thing, guys. Don't whine. This don't. is meant to be fun. This is fun. Don't make it. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. And move on. And move on. And exactly. Exactly. Don't you hate that? I, I begrudgingly joined a. Not begrudgingly. I joined the football league. I'm seeing what the commissioner is going through. Everyone has their, their like, their, their suggestions. I, I remember when I was the commissioner for our league. Everyone piped down. Like, well, don't you think? Don't exactly. You think rushing quarterbacks, rushing touchdowns from a quarterback should be worth a little more than a passing. Shut up. Why? No, Shut up. it's just pipe down. These are these are the rules. These are Six the effing the board, five rules. Five go in your pocket. Done. Done. I don't care how they did it. Right. Right. All right. We'll so, Mike, definitely put this up on our page if you can in the next couple of days. You know, we'll get, we'll get some people uh, rolling on this. Hopefully, we get a bunch of people involved in this. This will be a fun thing to do. This is just a fun. Are you the best quarterback knowledge person? Are you the guru? Are you the guru? I and think we, I'm the guru. Is we, we're getting this out soon enough that we could talk about this again every week. Absolutely. Leading up to the regular season. I know Mike thinks he's the guru. I, I know I know. Tom, well, I'm I know sure you. I'm going to end up with that trophy. Tom, I know, I, I know you're listening. I know you think you're the guru. Mike O'Neill, I know you think you're the guru. Andy, yeah, I know you think you're the guru. I'm going to remember to post. I'm going to have to literally set a reminder on my phone. I'll, I'll remind you. For 4 o'clock on Tuesdays. Oh, believe me. Who's ever in first place will remind you. Quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to set a reminder every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Right. Pick quarterback. That's all it's right. going to say. Travis. Travis so. Locklear. Baltimore Ravens. I know you think you're the quarterback. You're the guru. Yeah. You can get out of this. Yeah, I know yeah. all you guys. I know all you guys. And I know your gurus. I know your sports knowledge. Get involved in this and show us. Shut me up. Shut me up. Tell us. Show us. Speaking of, and 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 you know why I made I made the uh, the rushing and the, the passing the same so that that way Lamar Jackson – Actually carried some weight. Speaking to <laughs> the um, well, because let's that be real, fantasy Lamar Frank. Jackson. Lamar Jackson's not going to throw a whole lot of touchdowns, right? But he may run four in in one game. Because the kid can fly. Was that so all, buddy? Fantasy Frank, get the, on your case because that sounds like a fantasy Frank complaint. It might. I, you know what? I wish I remember. And, and if I, it isn't fantasy, know me, I, call, I, you know me. I'd call him out I in know. a second, but I can't remember. Who Speaking of which, fantasy Frank, he's coming. He's he has some surgery recently. Frank, if you're listening to us, get well soon, buddy. I know you're doing well. Keep that going. We we, uh, we need you here, so keep it going. Keep it going. All right, Mike, I guess that's it for the week. Thank you for coming on a Wednesday. I got some uh, visitors coming in this weekend, so I can't do the podcast. But we'll get together midweek next week and then again on Sunday to get football rolling. Because, Mike, you heard Mike's voice tonight. Boy, he is pumped. Football I is his wait. jam. Football yeah. is his jam. He, he, he appeases me with baseball. He appeases Tom with hockey and, and Andy with hockey. But football is Mike's jam. You hear his knowledge. Come back week after week, and we will prove to you that Next Guy Up is the only podcast you have to listen to this NFL season. Mike, anything else from you? All right. If that's the case, that is all, people. Thanks for joining us. Who's next?